you need to understand exactly what you're invested in and why. And you know, our industry does such a good job of putting a shroud of secrecy over everything that we do instead of educating our clients. And you know, the secret is, and I tell this to everybody, look, here's the secret, it's your money. And if you're not educated on your funds, how they're invested, and you're not concerned about it, no matter how good your advisor is or your broker is, they're never going to care about it as much as you do. So you really need to educate yourself. And right. this is a great starting point. That portfolio x-ray tells you how you're invested. It's the Retirement Trainer with Ed Siddell, a podcast about helping you find ways to become financially fit for your future, no matter what kind of shape you're in now. I'm Heather Branch, and on the show today, portfolio x-rays. Do you know what's really going on with your money? Set it and forget it, or in this case, buy it and forget it, also known as passive investing, might not seem like that big of a deal. But this all too common financial behavior could not only be costing you a lot of money, it could be exposing you to financial risks you had no idea you were taking. How do you uncover these gremlins that could be hiding in your assets and get a clearer picture of what's really happening in your portfolio? Ed Siddell, the retirement trainer, is here to tell us. Hi, Ed. Hey, Heather. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm here. I'm ready for class, coach. That's how I All feel right. about these conversations Perfect. that we have. Every week, you teach us something new that at least I feel I've been completely unaware of. This is why we started this whole podcast in the first place, not just to educate us, but to tell us about things we didn't even know that we needed to know. Yeah, you know, and you have to keep track because it changes all the time. You know, it's it's just like a regular fitness plan. You got you got to write it down and, and make sure you continue to follow it because it is ever changing. That's probably what the biggest challenge is. It's not like one person wrote a book 50 years ago and anything that was in it is relevant. And and that's the case maybe even five years ago, right? Yeah, we call it conventional financial wisdom, right? I mean, those things that that were true and, and pertinent, uh, you know, 50 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, you know, even five years ago aren't necessarily true today. So mm -hmm. you have to continue to evolve and educate yourself and make sure you stay on top of it, especially when it comes to your own money. Right. Because it's your money. You, and you I worked mean, hard for it. <laughs> and you worked hard for it. You know, no, no matter who you're working with and no matter how good they are, as important as it is to them, it should always be more important to you, plain Absolutely. and simple. Absolutely. The idea behind all of that then is knowing what we didn't need to know and the underlying purpose of our subject today, the portfolio x-ray, this kind of takes a dive into what you were just talking about, how the everything is ever evolving. So we need to be evolving with it. The idea of just setting yourself up with what you think is the financial plan and then walking away from it and assuming it's going to be there for you 10, 20, 30 years later is not how you want to approach this because like you were just saying, things are changing all the time. So taking a look today at the subject matter of a portfolio x-ray, knowing that that's a deep dive into our assets, hopefully doing it and shining a light on everything that's going on, the good, the bad, the unknown. That's what we want to find out from you today. The whole idea of a portfolio x-ray and answering the questions. What is it? Why do we need it? What should we expect to get out of it? Absolutely. So a portfolio x-ray, it's exactly what it sounds like. 
you know, Morningstar is probably the one of the largest, if not the largest independent research firms in the country, if not the world. And it's the standard by which everybody uses. And so a portfolio X-ray is really a breakdown of, of how you're you're invested. It analyzes your current investments and they're completely agnostic. They don't care who you are, who I am, you know, where the money is. It's all about the math. And when you think of it like this, you know, I, I had shoulder surgery a couple of years ago and, and a buddy of mine did the surgery. And when I'm in his office, he knew, you know, he's moving my shoulder around. He's like, OK, I think I know what's going on here. But before we get in and lift the hood, we mm-hmm. need to get a picture. Mm-hmm. And that's what an X-ray is. It, it's a snapshot. It's a picture of that point in time and how you're currently invested. And so that analysis then gives you the ability to say, okay, then what does it do for me? Well, mathematically, it will tell you if you're invested in the right things. And what that means to you is, okay, I can rest my head easy at night knowing that I'm invested the way that I should be. I'm confident and comfortable with the the amount of risk that I'm taking and how much money I'm willing to lose or not lose. And then that's your starting point. And if you're not, and if it says, you know what, I'm maybe taking too much risk, then it will tell you exactly what it is that you need to do next. So it's a, a really, and that's a very brief overview right. as to what it does, but it's a step-by-step breakdown. Okay. So. Is this something that we can, is this, you know, me sitting here at the branch, I go on to Google and I type in portfolio x-ray. Is this something that I can do on my own? And if yes, what is the difference between something I do on my own versus what, what it would look like if you and I were to do it together? So you can go to the Morningstar uh, website and and look at your your holdings for free. But the the actual X-rays when you you know you should have this done by your broker at least once a year or your advisor at least once a year. It's all about education. So this this weekend, Leanne and I, my wife, we went and surprised our oldest son Jay. So he's a seventh grade uh, a science teacher and he and he also coaches high school football. Mm-hmm. So we went down on Saturday and and uh, watched them uh, call the plays and they actually won 31 to nothing. So it was a great game. So it was awesome. It was awesome. (laughs) That's good. And and I'm excited because, you know, he graduated in May, he's 22 years old and he's off the the government dole, if you know know what I mean. So he's, he's completely on his own. Yep. Well, what's really cool is he's has his budget, he's saving for himself, he's putting money into his retirement plan and we're going through the investments. And this past week, he got a letter from the school district because he teaches science. It's science, math, and language arts. You know, these are at-risk subjects. Mm-hmm. So they gave everybody a raise retroactive to the beginning of the year, which is really awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. So he said, all right, Dad, so, you know, what are we going to do? I know we're probably going to put it into a Roth because, you know, it's the, the when that money comes out, I want it tax-free. I'm like, exactly. Mm-hmm. I said, so let's talk about your investments. And he said, well, I don't really care. Just go ahead and do it. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's the problem. I said, you need to understand exactly what you're invested in and why. And, you know, our industry does such a good job of putting a shroud of secrecy over everything that we do Mm -hmm. instead of educating our clients. And, you know, the secret is, and I tell this to everybody, look, here's the secret. It's your money. And if you're not educated on your funds, how they're invested, and you're not concerned about it, no matter how good your advisor is or your broker is, they're never going to care about it as much as you do. So you really need to educate yourself. And this is a great starting point. That portfolio x-ray tells you, again, agnostically, they don't really care, all based on the math, how you're invested. And so that's your starting point. And then you can break it apart and say, okay, this is how I'm, I'm invested right now. 
and now I know I need to make changes or I'm good with this, or maybe we should just kind of tweak it a little bit to make sure, tone it up and make sure we're in the financial shape that we should be. Okay. With a, an x-ray, does it really involve everything? Like, do I come to you and say, are we, and you say, I say, I want an x-ray and you say, okay, well, let's write down everything you have. What, do you have a stock portfolio? Do you have 401ks? What do you owe on your house? What's your mortgage cart debt? Does it, does it involve all these things or is it mostly just about investments? It does. It, well, you are, right, so all of your investments. And so you, you have to look at it. It breaks it apart in a, in a couple different ways. So each individual account is reviewed and then you have a cumulative report that puts it all together. So, you know, you want to make sure I, I, people always talk about diversification. And right. I just had this conversation with with somebody over the weekend and they said, well, you know, I, I have uh, 23 mutual funds. I'm like, that's awesome. But if they're all invested in the same thing, it doesn't matter how many mutual funds you have. That's not diversification. Got it. So what it does is it will actually tell you, okay, do I have too much in large cap growth, you know, or am I all invested in large cap growth or is everything in, in large cap value? And, you know, a lot of what we see is it's so heavy in, in one particular asset class. And so it's truly not diversified. They may have five, six, seven, eight, ten, 10, or 23 mutual funds, but they're all invested in the exact same thing. So looking at your 401ks, your 403bs, your IRAs, and your individual accounts separately, and then doing a cumulative report and putting them all together really kind of sheds the light on, okay, these particular accounts really are diversified, but these others aren't. So where do we need to make those changes? Because it's a recipe. Okay. You know, I, I mean, that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. I've got a very good buddy of mine, Chris, who makes the absolute best chocolate chip cookies. I mean, mm -hmm. they're phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I tell him he should quit and, and sell these things. I mean, <laughs> my, they, they, really, the kids go crazy over yeah. these things. And he knows exactly, you know, how much sugar and, and flour and chocolate chips and vanilla and everything to put in them because that's what he wants to make is the perfect chocolate chip cookie. Right. So if you want apple pie, you're not going to put chocolate chips in the apple pie, right? So you want the recipe for the apple pie. Actually, so that you sounds have quite to, delicious if you're it asking. It actually does. Yeah. <laughs> you did this to us. <laughs> I am, all right, because I'm a chocolate hound. That's why I started with the chocolate chip cookies, right? Okay, so, so say we didn't want to put the chocolate chips in the apple pie. Continue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, you have to figure out exactly what it is that you want and make sure that you have the recipe, the right ingredients for what it is that you're trying to achieve. Uh, because no one's the same, right? And the last thing you want to do, look, I, I tell people this all the time, chocolate chip, chocolate chip cookies are fantastic, but you don't want to use vinegar in your chocolate chip cookies, right? Right. Vinegar is great. Right. It's great in salad dressing and other things, but you don't want it in your chocolate chip cookies. Right. So making sure that that vinegar is not in there is key to, to your success and making sure that you have the right recipe for what you're trying to achieve is so important. Okay, so we know that a portfolio x-ray is an analysis report that shows us everything in our assets. It shows us what we've got, what's going on, what's happening. We know that we need it in order to find out these things. Right, it'll even tell you what your fees are. It'll tell you how much risk that you're taking. So you have to be able to have your advisor break it down so that you can understand it because it is a foreign language. Right. You know, you have terms like standard deviation, sharp ratio, you know, alpha, beta, you know, all these things. Well, what does that mean? Well, those are the ingredients and in making sure you have the right mix is really, really important. You can also figure out, you know, as far as mutual funds, what kind of share classes that you have and what kind of fees that you're paying. So when you're looking at the returns, 
and they're not performing, are they not performing because they're just not good? Are they not performing because the fees are too high? Am I just taking way too much risk? So it really breaks everything down, you know, incrementally, you know, as far as each individual ingredient so that that way you can make the adjustments to, to better yourselves, make sure that you're in good financial shape. Okay. And, and you kind of summarized some of the answers to that third question that I, I wanted to bridge into the, what should we expect to get out of having a portfolio x-ray? So you were talking about fees, you were talking about performance, you were talking about risk. What of those things included and, and what else do we need to expect to walk away from this analysis with? What it means to you is at night, you'll be able to put your head on the pillow, rest easy saying, yep, I have exactly what I want. You know, I know I want that chocolate chip cookie and that's what I have. And so I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, then you'll also know it's a, it's a starting point. Say, okay, mathematically, this is what I have. And if I keep going down this path with this of what I don't want, this is what it's going to mean. So these are the adjustments. These are the changes that I need to make. And so that's the next step, right? So sitting down with your fiduciary, your advisor and saying, okay, this is what I have. You know, this is not where I want to be. So how do I get to the next place? Okay. Are there commonalities and issues or mistakes that you've seen in your experiences with folks person to person, you know, individually, there are certain ones that seem to continuously rise to the top, ones that people make more often than others? Yeah, you know, people tend to fall in love with their investments. Um, And people have to understand that investments are, are just a tool. It's a tool to get the result that you want so that you can enjoy retirement and live life. And that's really what it is. I, I've never had anybody down the road when when they're retired, you know, and they're saying, hey, what's most important to you? Well, you know, that that mutual fund is obviously, it's, it's awesome, I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, th- that's not what it's about. It's okay, is that mutual fund, is that ETF, is that bond, is that stock, are they helping me accomplish what I want to accomplish for retirement and in retirement? And that's all it is. You, you have to look at it as a, a hammer, a tool, a a saw, and that's all it is. Those investments are tools to help you get the results that you want, whether it's growth, whether it's income, whether it's safety, that's the big mistake. It's kind of like, you know, the whole phenomenon of cleaning out your house and getting rid of the clutter. You need to do the exact same thing with your assets. You need to not hang on to something because you think one day you might need it when you, in fact, do not. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And most people don't even know what they have. Right. In this report, it'll actually tell you how many of each individual holding that you have. So you, you may have, you know, seven mutual funds, but all seven mutual funds may be invested in the, the same, maybe invested in Apple or Microsoft. So that really kind of breaks it apart. Say, you know what? Yeah, I don't want that much risk in, in Microsoft or too much of a holding in, in this particular stock or this bond. And it'll even break down the bonds for you and say, you know what? Yeah, I, my returns on my bonds are really good, but I had no idea that 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 percent of my bond portfolio are junk bonds. Hmm. The next question is, well, why would my advisor or broker put me in junk bonds? Mm-hmm. Because you, now you have way more risk than what you thought. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you had 60% bonds and 40% equities, but how much risk are you really taking? Because junk bonds, you know, those are below triple B. Okay. So it's, it's double B and, and below. And when you're a bondholder, really what that's saying is I'm the bank. Okay. And so the banks always get paid first when a company goes out of business. Okay. Except for, junk bonds. 
So then you have, you know, the the lenders get paid first, then the employees and all the bonuses, the payouts, and then you have preferred stock, common stock, and you know, the junk bond holders, they're unsecured, so they're last on the totem pole. You've been standing there now, giving this company your money to do what they want with, and you're gonna be the last guy, the last man out when it comes to getting your return. Yeah, and you think that you're safe. You mm. think because you have, you know, 40, 50, 60, 70% of your portfolio on bonds mm -hmm. that you're in good shape. And, you know, we uh, we were doing a class um, last year and uh, we did a portfolio x-ray for, for this couple. Uh, brilliant. I mean, you know, they, they both had PhDs, so, you know, very, very smart people. And when we did the portfolio x-ray, they were shocked to find, are you ready for this? Mm. 87% of their portfolio in bonds, yeah. right, were junk bonds. Oh no. And so it was way, way, way more risk than, than what they thought. It was way, way, way more risk than what they wanted. Right. And so again, that was the starting point. Okay, so now what? Right. What's the next step? Right. And that's really what the, the portfolio x-ray does. Bottom line is, for most of us, even as you were just saying, the very smart and involved individual and investor. We're just so often more than we realize, naive to these hidden fees, these risks, these assets that maybe we didn't even know that we were participating in because the financial world is ever evolving. It's tricky. You've said before, there's an industry-wide thing going on where folks that are just kind of putting this little shroud over it, trying not to let people know what's really going on. But we are hoping to <laughs> open up, open L up the education. The of secrecy. That's, That's right. right. And have this conversation. Yeah. If you know going in, you know, that the, the expense ratio or the fees on your mutual funds or, or, you know, ETFs, exchange traded funds are a quarter percent or half a percent, that's great. But if that's what you thought they were, mm -hmm. um, but they're really 1%, one and a half, two percent, or there's a 5% commission or five and a half percent commission or, you know, 6% commission, you know, that's a big deal. And so what this does is it just, it lifts that veil of, of secrecy and you can see everything. To the person who is though intimidated by all of this, where is, what's the very first step? Is the very first step, do you think getting one of these x-rays and knowing what you're dealing with before you can move forward? Oh, absolutely. You should have it done every single year, okay. without a doubt. All yep. right. You can do it. You can train yourself. You can do it. Get in shape. Know what you need to be looking for in your accounts. Find the items that you should be asking questions about. Reduce your fees. Be more financially fit tomorrow than you are today. All thanks to the help and education of Ed Siddell himself. Thank you for all of this. This is great information. Absolutely, Heather. You can also find Ed if you want to contact him. Go to egsifinancial.com. That's his website. And we'll be back again next week with more of The Retirement Trainer. You've been listening to The Retirement Trainer with me, Ed Siddell. If you like what you heard, please share it with your friends and family. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts where you can subscribe, rate, and review this show. Got a retirement question? Send me an email to ed at egsifinancial.com. You can also learn more about us at egsifinancial.com. Join me next week for more retirement training. Thanks for listening. 
Edward Siddell is an investment advisor representative of EGSI Investment Management, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. EGSI Financial Services, Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Edward Siddell NPN Insurance License Number 359-6278.